In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Today's gospel can sound rough on the ears. It's not a gospel I would have chosen for uh, St. Francis Sunday or a Sunday when we anticipate guests or, uh, or thinking happy thoughts like furry animals and laughter. Jesus speaks almost casually of slaves, uh, which in, is a strange thing to hear when one comes to church in 2019. Slaves were a given segment of his culture. It can be disturbing for us to hear Jesus talk in this way and, and not call out aspects of his culture that today we find abhorrent. But the scriptures like this remind us that of the humanity of Jesus, that he lived and walked as a human being at a certain time and a certain place. Along with his divinity, he lived within the confines of a culture. As a human, Jesus lived and moved in his own time. He took on that mindset in some ways, and even probably took on some of the unexamined assumptions of his culture, such as slavery in that day. Though that slavery was very different from slavery experienced on this continent, uh, the slavery of Jesus' day was so often an economic uh, strata that one could work one way, one's way out of, one could, could move out of. It was more fluid. It was not racially based. It was a very different thing. All of that is kind of a footnote because today's gospel is not about slavery. <laughs> it's about humility, it begins as the disciples ask Jesus to increase their faith. We're not sure really what they wanted the answer to be, but they probably were surprised when Jesus suggested that their faith would be increased if they were able to learn something about humility. Jesus says to them, don't go into something looking for an engraved thank you note. <laughs> Don't look for special notice for doing what is simply expected. Jesus is saying, be right-sized. Remember your place in creation. Today, creation and our place in it are themes that run throughout our worship. We celebrate St. Francis of Assisi today because it's the closest Sunday to his feast day, October 4th. Francis loved animals, but today is also a day to remember that Francis loved even the fiercest, the most dangerous, the most unpredictable animals of all. Francis loved humans. There's a wonderful story about how Francis loved both animals and humans. You may know the story. Francis and his band of brothers were preaching through the Umbrian countryside, and word came from a little town named Gubbio that there was a fierce wild wolf. And so Francis had a reputation as kind of an animal whisperer, and so they sent for him, you know, bring, bring Brother Francis to come and tame this wolf, or at least drive the wolf out of our village. 
And so Francis and his brothers approached. They prayed. They asked the village to pray. And then Francis walked into the forest to look for the wolf. The writer Murray Bodo tells the rest of the story. He writes that Francis saw the wolf who was frothing at the mouth and growling. The crowd stood motionless and silent. Francis stared at the wolf. Anger flashed in the wolf's eyes, and he was working his jaws, slobbering onto the ground. Francis dared not move, but he said in a simple, low, quiet voice, Brother Wolf. The wolf quieted down in an apparent response. Brother Wolf, Francis continued, In the name of Jesus, our brother, I have come for you. We need you in the city. These people here have come with me to ask you, great ferocious one, to be the guardian and protector of Gubbio. In return, we offer you respect and shelter for as long as you live. In pledge of this, I offer you my hand. Francis stretched out his hand, and the wolf seemed calm, but remained immobile, scanning the crowd. And then slowly, the wolf walked to Francis and lifted his paw into Francis's steady, warm hand. The two remained in that position for a long time, and what they said to one another, Francis never told a living soul. So goes the story. And the tale of Francis's taming the wolf spread far and wide. People still tell the story. But scholars and historians have more recently suggested another meaning to the story. You see, in 1219, in the middle of the Fifth Crusade, Francis wanted to go and meet the Sultan of Egypt, a Muslim, at first with the idea of telling him about Jesus Christ and then converting him and maybe bringing peace and solving the problems of the crusade. And so Francis walked right through the battlefield. Francis met the sultan. He was received by Malik al-Kamil. And the sultan seems to have regarded Francis with some amusement, maybe like a holy man or a kind of Christian Sufi But after sharing conversation and perhaps a meal, Francis left. Francis went straight to the Roman Catholic Cardinal Pelagius, the Christian commander in the Crusades, and pleaded with him for peace, to stop fighting, to lay down arms. Francis also told his Franciscan brothers, who were preaching the gospel all over the world, that whenever they went into a Muslim place, they should talk about Jesus Christ But if the Muslims were not interested in converting, Christians should live among them in peace. They should never argue. They should never fight. Some have suggested that the story of Francis and the wolf was really just a retelling of the story of Francis going to meet the sultan and the attempt to broker a kind of peace. But such a peace, if you think about it, would have been bad for business, for the Crusades. It would have been counter to the intentions of Rome at the time. And so some believe that the real story of Francis's mission of peace went underground in this safe fairy tale about a wolf taming. In today's gospel, Jesus encourages us to remember our place in creation, to be right-sized and to follow the way of humility into greater faith. 
Francis shows us what following Christ in the way of humility can look like, not taking others' word for who the enemy is, but rather befriending all of creation, whether it's reportedly a deadly wolf or a rumored murderous Muslim, but by doing what we can to work for peace, to embody peace, and to look for God's blessing in every living creature. Who in our world are we led to see as the big bad wolf? Who are we told we should fear? Who is the perceived enemy in our midst? Are there modern crusades that try to get us swept up in their fury but are quick to label a stranger or foreigner as the enemy when often the real enemy is closer at home? What brings us deep peace and how can we share that deep peace with others? Especially on this day when the church honors and remembers St. Francis of Assisi, May we certainly notice the animals around us and give thanks for all creation. May we befriend them and share peace with them. But may we also work even harder to notice the people around us, to give thanks and to do our part to be people of peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.